episode 102. It's like multiple syllables now. That's a challenge. Um, my name is Dave Hunt, and I'm joined by Michael Swick. How's it going, Dave? At least it's like a reset. You know, you're starting from like one, two, three, four again. So. <laughs> 100 is a lot of letters and words. It's okay. You'll get, <laughs> you'll get the hang words. of it. So, yeah. Around 199. and then. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll be complaining about that later, so. All right, uh, we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that posts every Thursday, 6 a.m. Eastern Time on podcast services of your choice. Um, you can follow us on uh, social medias that are all linked in the show notes. Uh, you can also just go to our website, uh, digitaldaysgaming.com. If you are able to share the show or review the show at all, that's super, super helpful. Uh, somebody just actually did a review recently. Thank you. Um, so the more people that the more reviews they get with the more we move up the algorithm when people are searching for stuff and as we've learned over the last week or two there's some good algorithms and there's some bad algorithms so I would like to be on the good algorithm side of people sharing this stuff um, yeah. but uh, we're also uh, live streaming on twitch twitch.tv slash digital days gaming where we are a twitch affiliate um, where you, that and we're not even close to the Twitch leaks of people that have uh, you know like the the numbers that I saw on some of those spreadsheets. So I would like to be even in like the the top ninety nine percent of that number. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. And you can help us with that by uh, giving us a subscription on Twitch if you have Amazon and Twitch linked, so you have Twitch Prime, or you can just sub to us uh, directly if you so choose through Twitch. So all of those things are helpful as well. But uh, it's going to be a little bit of a lighter show. Seems to be a, the calm before the, the fall holiday gaming storm. Um, I don't really think we're going to see a lot of news heavy hitters the next five, six weeks. No, I think not it's until gonna be pretty. Awards. Yeah, it's going to be pretty bland. Um, but there is definitely um, a couple things to talk about. And there's lots of stuff coming. So there's stuff to play. I just have to get the motivation to play games. But... <laughs> Uh, for now, something that I feel like we've talked about at least every other week uh, now finally being confirmed is a little helpful. Yeah, I think this is probably like the third time we've talked about this, but this is finally a confirmation. It's just been leaks. Uh, but the Grand Theft Auto trilogy remasters or whatever you want to call them have been confirmed by Rockstar. Uh, they will give more information in a few weeks, but there's already been leaks that have pinpointed like a early December release. I believe the first or second week of December, which is... That is usually not a good time to release, except if you're Rockstar, you can release Grand Theft Auto any time of the year, and you'll do fine. Yeah, this is like this is like a, a like a, a a token like last minute gift idea for the friend that you have that's a gamer. Yeah, yeah, or just this person who used to play games twenty years ago. Yep. Uh, significant other like looking for something to get their spouse that they're kind of running out of ideas and they've got another 50 or 60 bucks to spend and they're just like oh well he still has that playstation 4 laying around like yeah. oh maybe he'll you know like i remember him i remember getting mad at him for throwing some woman out of the car in this game i'm gonna buy it for him yeah so this is gonna be <laughs> uh the perfect thing for for people uh but it's grand theft auto 3 vice city san andreas being remastered mm -hmm. though i feel like people need to take a step back from what they're talking about for remastered i think people think blue point when they think remastered yeah. and we're not getting that they are very clear with saying it will maintain the look and feel of the ps2 games which if it looks like a ps2 game and it feels like a ps2 game it's gonna it's, it's a ps2 game it's just you know gonna probably <laughs> be at a higher resolution and have 60 frames per second uh, mm -hmm. And the fun bonus of missing some tracks from the original games, yeah, say, and 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 lack of licensed music. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like they were pretty good last time, but they were still missing a few songs uh, mm -hmm. every time, and it, I'm sure it just gets worse. 
and then we we I mean before you say what you I think you're going to say next is we talked about like what is Rockstar going to do to Rockstar? Mm-hmm. Like people were like, "Oh, how are they going to, you know, circumvent this or do this?" And now on your the the bullet point you put on here is that Rockstar will be delisting the current versions of the game from the digital store. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of shady. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm wondering, I guess we'll find out this week because this was announced last week and they said the following week we'll delist everything i wonder if it counts as those like ps2 remasters that sony like put up on a ps4 mm. a couple years ago because we know the steam uh versions of these games are being removed for sure uh, but i wonder what it looks like because you can pick up i think you can pick up san andreas on the xbox one right now so I'm, and that's just a straight up like here is the old game so i wonder if that's going away um, well, that's almost just like a backwards compatibility version of the game we're running, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then also they since they re-released like those mobile games mm-hmm. on the uh, like newer consoles at the time, so I'm wondering if those are the ones that are going to be taken from the consoles. But Rockstar gets away with this. Um, I think them removing these shows you that there it's going to be more lined up with how those look. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're like, well, we don't want two games that look damn near identical on the marketplace well they also don't yeah they don't want somebody like they they want them to buy the trilogy for whatever whatever quality of life are are in there and like we've talked about the the atrociousness of both of these stores sony's and microsoft stores um if you just start searching grand theft auto 3 or whatever um you know like what are you going to come up with you don't want you don't want what i call skew shock um Mm -hmm. where like all of a sudden there's like four different versions of the game that you can buy yeah like nobody wants that so especially on the playstation i believe their cover is like the ps2 cover like with the ps2 logo which will just add more confusion Mm -hmm. to it so i understand why they're doing it it just sucks that they're doing that but whatever that's if you have it, you'll still be able to re-download it if you have those versions of the game. And so that no. So now this just makes one it. of those hard drives even more valuable. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> if uh, you got a hard drive with PT and Grand Theft Auto Three on it, you got gold. Do you, do you have any expectations for these? Or are you trying to keep it in check? I don't know how. Uh, I really I, loved growing up with the Grand Theft Auto games, but I, I know they can't do much. Yeah, I mean the the their place in game video game history is is cemented um in terms of what they did and how they evolved gaming. Um I feel like this is just them trying to pad time before GTA 6. Like this is the, the this is all they're doing is they're just padding time. Like we couldn't get GTA 6 done. We were trying to give you guys the remaster that you guys said you wanted. Uh we were trying to add some more online stuff to GTA 5 uh and GTA 6 will be here in 2026. Yeah, no, it definitely does, because if they really wanted to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Grand Theft Auto 3, they would do a full remaster. But this is just mm-hmm. an easier way to buy time. And I honestly think if they would do a full remaster of Vice City or San Andreas, that could potentially overshadow GTA 5 mm-hmm. being re-released for the third time. Do you think they have the team or the talent depth to do a full remaster at Rockstar right now? Um, yeah, It's hard be. They have a lot of studios that only work on Grand Theft Auto to where if they aren't actively working on Grand Theft Auto 6 right now, yes, they have enough people. But because Grand Theft Auto's the last three iterations take several, several years and thousands of people, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they could 
get away with doing that without being like yeah grand theft auto 6 is now delayed three more years when's the release date Uh, i don't know but it's three years later than (laughs) we were expecting it to be yeah and i think that they would be this is just my perception um they'd be too proud to let somebody else work on it potentially yeah especially if it was like a full from the ground up uh remaster Mm -hmm. uh i i just would love to see like chinatown wars and Mm -hmm. Vice City Stories, Liberty City Stories, get some love. I think we're really close to like getting a, like a Grand Theft Auto Four remaster. Mm-hmm. I would love for someone to go over that game again because that game is probably aged worse than San yeah. Andreas and Vice City. How, how much do you think the the climate, the public relation climate today in 2021, is factoring into the difference between remaking it and remastering it? So, like, remastering it is, like you said, like, oh, it's shinier and it runs better, but it's the same game. So, yeah. that way they can just be like, oh, well, we just, we didn't want to change anything, or we, we didn't change anything, so that's why we didn't remake the whole game. Versus if they remade the whole game, there'd be stuff in there that there would be expectations or, you know, ne- necessary changes that would need to be made to the game. Well, we saw that with Final Fantasy VII when they mm-hmm. remade that game they changed some things as best they could because some stuff has aged poorly either pc culture wise or just mm-hmm. story wise gameplay wise needed to be changed so i can see that kind of playing a p- part of it of just like okay if we re- rebuild it from the ground up we'd have to cut this and cut this yeah, cut this and cut this and they're like i don't want to do that yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then especially like uh there's been a lot of changeover with like the housers mm-hmm. and stuff so the people that were like fundamental components of those games wouldn't be there so i wonder if the rockstar fan base would accept a vice city Mm -hmm. built from the ground up and it doesn't have like the original writers or yeah i i I 100 agree i feel like that like a lot of these games whether it's these iconic games for a long time um or franchises that there are certain things that are kind of just untouchable um similar to like like Link in The Legend of Zelda, like he can never talk. Mm-hmm. I feel like because if he ever does talk, all people are going to be going to be irritated by is, is is what his voice is or isn't. Yeah. Um. Similar to the you know whatever happens with Mario down the road, like that that core voice actor that's been doing that. I would assume that either if 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 he passes on or chooses not to do any more work with Mario, they're just going to use thousands of hours of of lines that they already have like they can't just give a new voice to mario um and i think gta is kind of in this thing as well as like each of these games are their independent time capsules um no no completely agree it's a time hold things so yeah yeah uh especially there's specific performances in there that uh you know are kind of parodies of the time Mm -hmm. so redoing that now sometimes probably wouldn't make sense um and just stuff they were able to get away with back then that they wouldn't be able to get away with now. The only way they can get away with it now is if like, oh, we're just re-releasing it uh, mm-hmm. for future. Well, it's generations. like you've always talked about with like it's like you've always talked about with Bully. Like you would love to see Bully get you know a twenty twenty you know up up you know upscaling or or but then you're like some of the stuff that goes on in that game just can't happen. Yeah, like people want <laughs> like a sequel to Bully, and I feel like a sequel to Bully would be too tame for what the original yeah. was because it has to be and then yeah. re-releasing bully i feel like is way more controversial uh than this because you're just going to have new eyes being like all right let me see what this bully game is now since it's more accessible and it'll just lead to awkwardness 
but I guess we'll find out in a couple weeks uh, exactly what that's going to look like. But I'm holding my expectations very, very low for what this is going to be. I think if there was, if it was more than just basic stuff, I think that they would do like a countdown or an announcement like they've done previously for like their trailers and stuff like that. Like if they knew that they had something really cool and new and innovative, I think that we would know about it ahead of time versus like, yeah, we've got something to tell you and we're ready. And this could be one of those things where I don't know when the exact anniversary is for a GTA mm-hmm. game coming up this year. I'm sure it's soon, but this would be one of those things where, Hey, in order to celebrate this, this is downloadable now, you know, like, like I could, I could definitely see something like that happening. Yeah, I can, yeah, I, I, the, their, the way that they rolled this out is very mm-hmm. on Rockstar, but lines up with what we should expect, you know, because mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five leaked hella early, for, you know, when it when it was they're announcing that, but then they still went through their PR thing of just like, no, here's a countdown, uh, mm-hmm. here's a specific day, here's. Uh, and they still controlled the internet when they did it yeah uh, but this one they're just like yeah it's leaked here's just like a tweet saying that it exists we'll hit back we'll get you guys in a couple weeks i I think that lines up with what we're seeing and then also it's coming out in december you know so they would have stuff prepared obviously already but they were just like eh, Mm -hmm. like who cares um all right i think they're just focused on the ps5 release of gta5 right now like and that's got is that soon like next month GT- no, that got delayed to March. March, okay. Yeah, that was supposed to come out next month, yeah. uh, but it got delayed okay. to March. That's uh, right, okay. Okay, uh, so the next uh, story we got, uh, so a couple a couple months ago now, uh, there was a report that the creator of Yakuza was being uh, like talked to by NetEase to bring him over there to make his own studio, and nothing really happened from that other than there were rumors, uh, but... As of last week, it was announced that uh, Nagoshi, the creator of Yakuza, and Sato, the producer of Yakuza, were leaving Sega. So, NetEase must have pulled them away. (laughs) Or, if NetEase didn't actually pull them, they realized there's opportunity out there and decided now's the time to leave. Uh, But they've been with Yakuza since the beginning, and we're talking about a franchise that goes back to the PS2 Mm -hmm. era. So, I... Even if it isn't NetEase thing, this is just creative people probably wanting to do something different. Uh, and they this will be their opportunity to do that. Uh, Sega announced, though, that Yakuza Like a Dragon is getting a sequel. So they wanted to like kind of calm people down. Uh, because when you get the creator leaving from a franchise, obviously that's going to cause some panic. But this... this I don't know. This is bittersweet. You know, like I'd like where like a dragon is going. So I'm, I imagine that that is almost a completely different team, uh, Mm -hmm. than, you know, the regular Yakuza games. Well, they talked about having two concurrent teams now, right? Basically. Yeah. So like I'm, I, and I loved like a dragon. It was a departure from Mm -hmm. the series, but it was great. Uh, but it, it is a shame to see like the creator leave, but was this guy working on both Yakuza games though? Like both uh, kind of like, the mainline ones, he definitely was. I think he was a, just a producer on okay. the Like a Dragon series. So uh, that could be part of the thing of where they're like, hey, we're going to take Yakuza this direction, mm-hmm. and maybe he doesn't want to go that direction with it. Um, and then the other thing, too, is like they've had some image and likeness issues the last couple of games, with right? With Judgment, uh, specifically, which is okay. an offshoot of Yakuza. Uh, right. Yeah, they've had the issue where 
they can't put the game on PC because the the likeness for the one guy uh, or for the main protagonist. And then they also had like one of the voice actors for, for the game get busted for drugs. So then they had to patch him out of the first game. And now that whole franchise is kind of up in the air because they want to release it on PC and get more sales, but they tied it to the protagonist that can't use his image on PC. I saw re- I saw reports that they want to uh, like Sega wants to almost make PC its primary platform, and that's right? the problem because Judgment yeah. is a hit, but they can't really continue it unless they talk to this person. And then also like the current star, he's like a like a pop star in in Japan or a former pop star, and. Mm-hmm. Sega like would tie like product placement to the Yakuza games, but they can't do that with this one unless that star already has a deal with that company. So like they're kind mm-hmm. of locked in with this person. So so he just like they might just be tired of all the the red tape they have to go through with the Yakuza stuff too. Yeah. So yeah, especially like Judgment was like their chance to do something different, and now it's kind of become a headache, and they need to figure that stuff out. So it makes sense that uh, especially just he's been with the studio for forever. Uh, that they would just leave uh, and do their own thing. Uh, so yeah, I know you're not the biggest uh, Yakuza fan. Uh, I don't think no, no. But I mean, yeah. the, the stuff fascinates me of like how successful it is and and changing directions. Um, and like why it's in chat right now talking about maybe they're going to go to. I'm guessing he's saying maybe they're going to go to Capcom. Potentially, yeah. Um, I probably should look more into like where they are heading. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So, but I know it would it'd be. I guess, you know, I know you like the Yakuza stuff, so I, I think that whatever studio this guy joins, um, whatever game they bring out would be pretty high up on your your excited for lists, right? Yeah, definitely whatever he does, I'm going to be interested in and give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, like, I'm glad... The reason Like a Dragon is so good, uh, at least in my opinion, is it's different enough from the mainline Yakuza games. So... Right. Just seeing what happens when the franchise does something different, how interesting it could be. I'm interested to see what the creator can do uh, with a new IP. Or, honestly, this guy's been in the industry so long, he could just be done. He could mm-hmm. just, you know, go into an advisor role. If he did sign... Uh, oh, Capcom announced a switch to focus on PC. Uh, oh, okay. But, uh, like, he could have just decided, like, I'm done with gaming. Like, he's at close to the retirement age i would assume yeah i mean you talk about you know 20 you know 20 22 years of being a probably a, like a a pretty high up person for them um then okay yeah i, I okay i got sega and capcom confused my bad <laughs> uh, um but uh you know like if this guy like got out of college maybe and you know you're talking about he's like in his possibly in his late 40s okay yeah i was going to yeah. say his late 40s early 50s he's at retirement age to your point yeah. of like the ideal number and i'm sure with the success of yakuza his pension's probably pretty good yeah and potential residuals <laughs> who knows like what type yeah. of deals he might have uh so yeah especially we just saw with the um the the developer for Bylon Wonderland um before that, he was, like, with the Sonic team, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically is retiring from, like, the traditional industry, and he just wants to code his own games. And he doesn't even know if he's going to release those games to the public, but he just wants to, like, have fun and tinker as much as he can. Um, and we, he, this guy might be in the same situation of just, like, I'm just going to go do my own thing. If games come out from it, cool, but uh, I will find out uh, eventually. Or he just disappears into the background mm-hmm. um 
but yeah, so that's an update on Yakuza. And then the next one, uh, we got some GameIndustry.biz uh, interviews that happened uh, that are PlayStation related. Uh, the first one is from uh, Jade Raymond. Uh, she basically went to talk about what is going to be the pillars for the game her studio is making, uh, which is Haven Entertainment Studios. And they have an exclusivity deal with PlayStation to create a new IP. So, She's the person that was pretty high up for Stadia that left, right? Yeah, uh, before that, EA, and before that, Ubisoft. So, like, with right. Assassin's Creed, a couple Star Wars games, and then was in charge of building out Stadia. So, this kind of makes sense when you add the Stadia bit to it, where there might be some mm-hmm. ideas from what they were trying to do at Stadia bleeding into this thing. Uh, so, basically, the, the two important pillars are the social platform and the uh, remixing as a idea uh the first quote is uh basically what they're looking at is to build their game as a social platform the pandemic had proven that gameplay is the social glue that binds communities especially for a younger generation this is what you do and how you make your friends hang out uh this is something we really want to build and design for the second thing is thinking about the remix generation it started a while ago there was an age of self-expression where you're designing Nike ID shoes, we're reading our friend's blog rather than professional journalists, and I think uh, that has continued to go further with things like TikTok. That's another thing uh, that's at the heart of this IP. It's beyond user-generated content. It's about taking self-expression and remix content to the next level. So saying that, my first response before I get yours is this game is probably super far away uh, if it's being built as like a social platform with like remixing and based on how long it takes to like a game like dreams to exist. Yeah. Um, and it also sounds like she's trying to make a better version of dreams. Potentially. Yeah. Or at least we know these are the pillars or, she's or a version, a version of dreams that is something more that you play and interact with versus build with, I guess would be like my initial thought. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like dreams is like a, as a video game building platform. Mm-hmm. And then whatever this game may or may not be with TikTok and, um, you know, personalized blogs and stuff like that, this might be something you interact with a little bit more. Um, I, I, again, my opinion, I don't think that a video game can become a social media platform ever. Yeah. I mean, the closest we got is Fortnite uh, for the most part. That hit a, a level to where people were using that as basically a, a platform but they were still going there to play the game they were but epic has had great success with like here's concerts uh mm-hmm. here's clubhouses that sort of thing and that stuff exists uh before night is a special case right but it sounds like she's almost thinking that these people will create something in the game and share it for other people to either consume or interact with and i don't think that that i don't think that that can work but yeah i'm also a 38 year old person that may or may not know what the what owen will be playing in, in 10 years has he gotten to roblox yet because that's basically what uh, yeah roblox a little is a little into. a little bit yeah uh, the crazy thing with like roblox is it's like exactly what media molecule has been trying to do forever but with way less refinement like it almost hurt like media molecule for making stuff look triple a when you then look at roblox which is just yeah. like here's just a mess of tools uh, well, the games. irony of it is the only time that he really worries about Roblox is when he's with his cousins and his cousins play Roblox. And, you know, so it's like it's not on his mind until somebody else says it. Oh, yeah, I want to play that. I'm like, OK, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so maybe they're looking to be the next Roblox, which is I feel like something that like Dreams was chasing, but 
was almost too complicated for what that market actually wants. Uh, Obviously, she's pitching something super interesting to get that exclusivity deal from Sony. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like I'd have to go through her resume and see. And this is no, you know, like no knock on her at all. Um, I don't see or think, in my opinion, that she has the pedigree to like a like a Kojima pedigree. Um, it's so there's something that she's like, obviously that she's showing that is, is interesting people on top of the fact of like, we've talked about for months, Sony is lacking a, a exclusive or first party online platform. Yeah. And like severely actually Xbox is too currently, but Halo's on the horizon. So yeah, well, as, as a potential success with, with uh, this particular thing, I, it kind of excites me because my one thing is like, I, I was like, Sony's not taking any risks doing anything. This sounds like mm-hmm. this could be a risky thing unless this just turns into like, Hey, it's a first person shooter that you can make. <laughs> right. It's, but it's also, it's, it's again, it's a risky thing, but it's like, all right, if it doesn't work like that studio, we're just not working with them anymore. They're not a PlayStation studio. Yeah. But right now, especially when you have like Jim Ryan previously saying like, we only want big triple A, games Mm -hmm. to then be like okay we're gonna float some money to this company see what happens uh gives me at least a little bit hope of like for media molecule because media molecule in this current regime i always say Mm -hmm. i'm worried about i don't think sony will ever close media molecule they're in they're in the europe bubble they're safe automatically (laughs) well no i don't i i don't think they'll ever like close media molecule but i can see them look at media molecule with a like a yeah i got i got a i got a bad feeling if we don't hear something from media molecule in the next two years um that we're gonna start seeing like a a Jason Schreier report of like media molecule being like an auxiliary studio of like, Oh, go help them get factions running, go help them get God of Wars, like next realm built. Well, like, I can now see with Jade Raymond talking about this to where her game, the Haven thing turns into like uh-huh. Haven and media molecule presents, you know, like a co-development right. thing because they have the tool set, they have the experience so they yeah. could be very helpful in this scenario, uh, which would lead them to probably yeah, be an auxiliary t- uh, team. If if Sony is trying to make the next TikTok video game, sorry, like I I just don't I don't think it. You, no, that for me that would just be a swing and a miss. So yeah, at least they're they're going for it. At least with this studio, mm-hmm. we don't know exactly what that means financially for them, and it might be nothing. Uh, but the fact that they're gonna this is gonna take time. Uh, like the studio was just formed this year. This concept sounds like it could be something that's going to take time. So at least Sony's willing to invest in this and in a product that might be like three, four years away. Um, as long as they don't name it and put out a, like a teaser within the next like year or so and then go into development, <laughs> you know, quietness. For- it's ready when it's ready. Yeah, hopefully. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're getting to the point where Sony's getting a little bit better at, at like not announcing stuff too early. I mean... They still haven't announced Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine, but it's Insomniac, so I, I trust Insomniac. But they haven't announced factions yet. You know, they're waiting until that shit is damn near ready, and then oh, that's gonna it. be one of those things. Especially, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they're doing with that. Like, I I could see factions being shadow dropped. Like, yeah, I was gonna, it, I, yeah. When it gets It'll announced, be a state of play, and it comes out next Tuesday. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what they're waiting for for it because it works for so many like multiplayer games. So, um, all right, uh, game industry uh, wasn't done with their PlayStation stuff. They actually had a fireside, a fireside chat with Jim Ryan. Uh, I hate this term. 
I know. Uh, but it was it was probably the best, even though there was some controversy that came from it. Uh, best interview Jim Ryan's done uh, since he's been kind of in charge. Um, but the the biggest takeaway from this is uh, a lot of places were saying he's frustrated that there's kind of like a cap on how well PlayStation Studio games can do. Uh, so he wants PlayStation IPs to sell in the tens in tens of millions, the hundreds of millions. Uh, but currently, right now, they're kind of capped in the 10 to 20 million uh, per game, uh, you know, range, uh, which is a big improvement compared to like the PS3 days where a successful PlayStation release would be two to three, five, million. six, yeah, two to four, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was the biggest takeaway from this is just he is very focused on building out those franchises that are going to be here for a while and are capable of selling tens of millions of copies. Um, I, I just wanted to get your opinion. Do you think they have anything that isn't Spider-Man and Wolverine that can do that now? Cause I don't, I, uh, I, I feel I, bad uh... saying it. Like I think they're they're The 10 to 20 million is actually really good for the IPs they have right now. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> To be honest with you, I don't think there's any video game console IP that can do that. Except Mario, Zelda, Pokemon. Yeah, but not the numbers that he's talking about, though, like per game. Um. Okay, hold on. Let me... Um. Cart, Switch. Um, Nintendo can do those. Nintendo can do the tens and tens of millions. He's talking about a hundred million, uh, okay. but before that, he said tens right. of tens. If you're millions. talking about, if you're talking about something like a game consistently getting ten million copies, yeah, yeah. Nintendo can. Whether it's Mario Kart or Mario or Zelda, or, you're like, yes, absolutely. N- Nintendo can do that with the notoriety of the and and the safe uh, safety of the character of Mario yeah. and that and 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 the the safety net of Zelda. Uh, or, and I'm sorry, of Nintendo of the the broad perspective of like Owen can play. And there's a like a like a base level of that what Owen can do, and then there's still a super deep fun game yeah. for me. You know, getting near forty to do like there's a huge spectrum there. Like a hundred percent, they can do that. Um, but in terms of like hundreds of millions of people, like I think that he's speaking with a very very broad brush again. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that he has a chance for that like ever. Yeah. Um. I, I, on top of there's not a chance for either platform of console to sell like you're talking about you know even if it was a the most successful game on ps4 you'd have to have it have a plus 80 percent attachment rate which would be absurd yeah which the like, only one that can get close to that is again nintendo who yeah like i so like but people people buy see the, the the thing about it is is that like even like myself people buy a nintendo whether it's a 64 a wii a wii u a switch whatever yeah. it is because of Zelda and Mario. That's what I mean. Like, like, that's why. Do you and do you think they're on the path now that they have one of those franchises that can break through the Mario thing? No. Yeah. Because the, even like Spider-Man's not technically theirs. Yeah, and, and that's my thing. Is that's why I said like excluding yeah. Spider-Man and Wolverine, which will break ten million because easily. If Spider-Man does start to climb to that point, Marvel's going to be like, "All right, Sony, you need to pay up." 
Like, we know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, and that's great that you're doing it. We appreciate you're doing it. But there has to be some compensation for us as well. Yeah. Versus, like, Nintendo is, like, that Mario is theirs. And nobody can touch it. If you make a fake version of it, they slap you with a lawsuit until you're spinning around like a, in, like a, like a dizzy child. Yeah. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the exact quote is, I uh, for, or one of the quotes um, from Jim Ryan is, I think some of the art that our studios are making is some of the finest entertainment that has been made in the world. And to kind of gate the audience for the wonderful art, wonderful entertainment that our studios are making, to gate that audience for that at 20 or 30 million frustrates me. I'd love to see a world where hundreds of millions of people can enjoy those games. But even when he says 20 to 30 million, the PlayStation franchises don't hit that. Like, uh, So I think that should be his next target. It would be like the the 20 million, but I don't think they have that, especially like I, I pulled up the switch numbers for Mario Kart. Uh, they're 37. It's like nine and a half, right? Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, Mario no, Kart or, 8 I, is 37 million copies. So, okay. Uh, animal crossing. I think it was 8 million in a year. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, animal crossing 33 million. And that came out last year, <laughs> you know, like, uh, how many switches are there? Like, how many have, um, they, have they said? How many switches they've sold? Yeah, let me let me pull that up. Because that's the like that's what I, that, that's the thing that's always fascinating me is like we've talked about. I remember years and years ago, like the PS3 era, like Gran Turismo had like an eight percent attach rate, which was like like absurdly high. They're just like, under just, ninety million, so they're around eighty nine million switches out there. Right. So to your point, that means half of the people that buy a Switch buy Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. And then one third by Animal Crossing, one third by Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, one third bought um, Zelda. Zelda's at twenty three million, but like, okay, it's still like. But Breath of the Wild is a very different game. Yeah, it, it's the Zelda games are specifically are kind of interesting because it's one of those things where it's like stealthily a hardcore game, but because it's mm-hmm. Zelda, it sells well. But it's like a really dense game. Uh, yeah and i think that but the the biggest thing i think that's fascinating i would love to see about zelda is people buy switches because they're you know buy a new nintendo platform because the zelda game is coming but until that comes they buy mario kart Mm -hmm. or they buy galaxy or they buy donkey kong tropical freeze or whatever it is like uh you know like a, a game like a marquee nintendo franchise like not being successful yeah is what Sony would take as a huge success for an exclusive platform game for them. Yeah, and I wonder how much it kind of hurt Zelda, which got it's at 23 million as of this reporting. Like what what's Mario Odyssey at? Uh Mario Odyssey's at 21 million. Okay. Uh but I'm wondering if it being like a launch title hurts it because the mm-hmm. because well Mario Kart 8 wasn't uh, Mario Kart 8 was uh, is that Wii U and Switch sales? No, those are just the Switch sales because it's a okay, different skew. Um, okay. But I wonder if something like a Zelda gets hurt by being so early in the generation and then people are like, oh, Zelda 2 is coming out or Breath of the Wild 2 is coming right. out, so they hold back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. like. I- but even like to your point, like Odyssey. Like Odyssey is like if Sony or Xbox could sell, could make a game that sold 21 million copies like they would do backflips to do it like they would yeah. figure out whatever they could and you know like that's you know 20 million copies for odyssey is considered a slow mario game right yeah i would imagine so especially if you go back to like the history uh, i would pull up uh we sales uh <laughs> but that is such a skewed 
fucking yeah theme. well and then the other part is like the i would think that if anybody the the, the other fascinating part about the number is that these games don't go on sale. No, I know. That's crazy. Uh, but I can <laughs> understand. The, the, the used market for them is still super high. I, I, I can understand, like, Jim Ryan's frustrations with stuff of just, like, they put so much work into high quality, like, games that you can definitely say are art. Uh, and then just knowing that's like, yeah, if we hit 10 million, like, that, we're we're that we're done basically You're, you've got a game of the year contender if you hit 10 million yeah but that that's like their their cap right now and i'm just wondering yeah. if they have anything i don't think they have anything now <laughs> that we know about that could break through to like mario levels they would have to i think if any of them were to be able to do it they would have to and this sucks because a lot of people get, get fatigued by it they would ho- almost have to annualize a character yeah they they would have to, to establish to start building a foundation yeah, they would need to like roadmap the next like three or four game releases for a character without stating. Like they, it. okay, they might be able to do it with Ratchet, okay, but they would have to every June, another Ratchet and Clank game would have to come out at the quality of Rift Apart or better. Yeah, each time, each time. Yeah, they would have to constantly top themselves, but also do what they do with Mario, where they drastically put him in different scenarios, and mm-hmm. it just works because it's Mario. Uh, they they would have to do something. I guess like I, I would probably because I don't want to count the Marvel characters at all. Like because that's mm-hmm. their own separate. Well, that's thing. what I was like. That's why I was saying Ratchet. Like yeah. at least Sony owns Ratchet. Yeah, Ratchet would probably um, be the close to do the things. But and the, he's the most relatable. Like, but at the same time, he's always gonna be. If they tried to do that, and even to this day, it still happens. Like he is considered a Mario clone to an extent. I guess if every 3D platformer uh, gets thrown into a clone, uh, but I wouldn't say clone for that. But um, what I think they would have to do is just hit marketing like crazy uh, in terms of not just like, oh, here's a commercial every two seconds. I mean, mm-hmm. toys, uh, cartoons, they would need to go full on and basically like fake it till you make it uh, sort of scenario to where it's just like you can't go anywhere without seeing ratchet and clank mm-hmm. <laughs> uh because they can't they can't do it with somebody like nathan drake or uncharted franchise because yeah. of like the weapons and and yeah. uh, last you know, of like us is too dark uh correct yeah God i think the only chance crazy. they have would be with the to realistically the only chance they would have would be um ratchet and um sly yeah and again sly would need to be plastered everywhere like they would have to hit every marketing tie-in that they could to just make people think like, oh shit, yeah, I know Sly Cooper, even though there's a right. good majority of people that you aren't going to know. You have to appeal to the eight year old mm-hmm. as well as the forty year old, yeah. like you, ha- and and then everybody in between. You have to be able to get a kid, like a little kid, like a t- uh, like a kindergartner, to want to play your game, but be able to also keep the mindset and the entertainment of a fourteen to twenty one year old, which is almost impossible yeah. right now, and then also have it have enough of a challenge for players like you and I. Yeah, because- and that's whether you whether you like it or not. Like that's what Mario has been able to do. There's people that are like, oh, I outgrew Nintendo. No, you didn't. You just chose to stop playing Nintendo. Well, and and the <laughs> the things that they would have to do, uh, which sounds silly, they would have to make sure they have Sly Cooper backpacks for back to school mm-hmm. ready. They would need to like make sure they you know put anything they can have that a kid would like that character mm-hmm. on it. Because like right now they release like oh here's a, like a Sly Cooper T-shirt, but it's advertised to us. You know, like mm-hmm. it's advertised to older people. Um, 
and they would have to basically just treat whatever character they would want to poster posterize as Mario and like yeah. just... I mean it it just takes so long too like and 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 you also just have to get lucky like I could put a Mario hat on the dining room table of my parents house and my dad who has probably never picked up a console video game controller in his life other than to move my stuff out of his way would know that that's Mario's hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because it's become iconic Ratchet would have to yeah. Almost start from square one in terms of that. Because, right. like, we know iconic Ratchet and Clank things. But you couldn't go, like, you couldn't go however long we went between Rift Apart. However long that was. What was that, like, five years? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Five, five. Four or five. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't go that big of a gap right now. Yeah. In terms of, like, attention span of the of the consumer. Like, you yeah. can't. Uh, you would have had to have either another game or just something that ties into it. Which is a way they would have to put out. They'd have to put out a Miles Morales like adventure every ten to yeah. twelve months. I think that's what they were trying to do during the PS3 era because, like mm-hmm. Ratchet, and, you know, Ratchet and Clank had their mainline games. Yeah. Then they had PlayStation All Stars, uh, mm-hmm. which they were in, and then they had like that one move co op game that was like Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank, and I think something else mm-hmm. partnered up. All and then for they had one. the All for One. Yeah, yep. All for One. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they would need to do something like that just to get the mascot used to being visible. Um, and just work that way uh, to get it done. So I don't know. I almost feel like it would be best if they just start fresh. Like hope mm-hmm. they. So, like yeah. I mean like that. You uh, if you ever read or listen to like the book like Console Wars. I think it was what it was called. Yeah. Uh, the one that talked about um, Sega uh, as, as Sega went after Nintendo like heavily and they hired somebody from like uh, an American toy company. Yeah. Like to and he was instrumental in 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 his team as well as sega japan team of building sonic mm-hmm. and you know and sonic still to this day even though his games are terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> he is an iconic figure people know who sonic is and the same thing is i could put sonics on my on the dining room table in front of my dad and he would be able to name who he is yeah at 70 years old yeah i but he he, he couldn't tell me who ratchet is no you could give him like 10 guesses and he'd probably be like I don't know yeah. Sonic, <laughs> like, uh, and and that's a shame too because like uh, the games are definitely of a high quality mm-hmm. that they 100%. definitely deserve to be seen by more people. But it just comes down to like marketing and then just establishing it again. It's fake it till you make it in some scenarios to where you just have to just bombard people. Well, it's just it's safe. Yeah. Like Nintendo is safe. You no matter what you do, like grandma and grandpa, mom and dad, I can buy a Nintendo. I can put it in. I can put my kid in front of the Nintendo and not. It's getting a little, little, you know, dying light being on the Switch. Like, you know, like I don't think that would have been like 10 years ago we would have seen that. Like, as Nintendo was like trying to evolve and do more. But, you know, for the most part, you pick up a Nintendo franchise and you it's safe for your son, daughter, like, aunt, or niece or nephew just to sit there and play it and not have to worry about watching them. Paper Mario came out this year or last year? Last year. Last year? Okay. But, like, within still a year span, it's like... Last year around this, uh, last year this at the beginning of the summer, May okay. or June. But even then, if you look at like a two-year period, it's uh, Paper Mario came out, and then this year alone we have um, Aces or the the golfing one, mm-hmm. uh, and then Mario Party comes out this year. So within like a two-year span, and there's like three Mario games. Luigi's Mansion's in there somewhere within the last two years. Yeah, as yeah. Well. So like that that just shows you like the even if like one of the, even though all those Mario games 
are have reviewed well and Mario Party will review yeah. well. Even when there's the a golf game, not so much. Yeah, but, but even when there's a dud, it doesn't matter because in six months there's going to be a new Mario game. You know, so they'll have another shot at it. Yeah, it's 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 just crazy to think about like how how fast the the turnaround can be on that stuff, and it's just nuts. Yeah. So. And then people, but yeah, I, I applaud Jim Ryan for thinking that you can do that. But I, it should be his goal as the head of the company to one day sell, you know, hundreds of millions or get hundreds of millions of people to play it. Uh, but but I think he should have been even more transparent in this conversation of like that's a long term play. Yeah, well, I I would assume most people would like imagine that would be a long term play, but at least he's willing to admit like their current like you know wall that they have to break through of just like hey our games you know they hit 10 to 20 million people and that's like as far as we go um and at least he shows frustration and is transparent with like yeah our games can't pass 10 20 million copies sold you know mm-hmm. and honestly they outside of spider-man doing it like i don't think they were doing consistently past 10 million <laughs> outside of spider-man maybe the last of us did well uh that it passed that threshold but uh, mm-hmm. i i applaud him for being like transparent enough but i i, I also agree with you as well <laughs> just like yeah and there's a difference between um there's, there's a huge difference between popular and profitable huge difference mm-hmm. like their games are tremendously profitable we think we are you know like we've you know we we feel that they are just based on um sales figures and 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 you know reported of how much it costs to make they're a game. still in business yeah yeah <laughs> uh but that's it that's all i had for the news i thought it would be a, a fun discussion <laughs> to talk yeah. about if and if they have all anything right. to break through i think we got a couple weeks in a row of uh you know stuff that's not delayed although um i didn't get a chance to mess with it at all but talking to a couple of my friends it sounds like battlefield needs to be delayed oh yeah i did play that beta too <laughs> so i'll talk about that in a couple minutes um so what we're playing and watching um i have had a you know i'm in a funk again i I think i go through this every i don't know eight or eight to ten months um but a lot of it is some of it is just stuff that's going on with work and home like being on on nights and then on days and then on on nights and then on days um it looks like i'll be on days knock on wood at least for the rest of this year um so like that trying to get back into that activity um like i talked about last week we did get the peloton so trying to do a little bit more taking care of myself although that's not it's only like 20 25 minutes a day that is taking every other day actually that's taking up um so that you know is 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 something that's there but just there's been a lot of work that we're doing on at home um trying to just make sure that you know like we did some you know big financial moves and you know didn't just trying to take care of ourselves um if you're friends with me on Facebook, I put a big Facebook post of all the stuff that we, that we've changed at home in the last like two and a half years, and it's crazy. Like when you actually like list it all down on paper, it's crazy, um, and it's taking a little bit of its toll on me as as we're going through some of these transitions. And I don't know if you've ever, if anybody's ever like gotten new things, like just sometimes putting something together. Like we got new stupid stuff. We got new lamps, and you know, for our bedroom, you know, like like three three matching lamps for our bedroom. There's like one of them set up and I'm getting annoyed and I bought a new dehumidifier for my basement because I need one and I need to like set it up and like those things like take some time and I've just been watching just crap as 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 background noise like just stupid terrible movies I watch grown-ups again randomly both of them 
<laughs> but it wasn't I wasn't like sitting there I wasn't like sitting there watching them it was just something that was on while I was doing something else mm-hmm. um like even like today another like my one of my first days off in work after closing like five four or five days in a row um the appliance we had new appliances delivered today you know fridge stove and microwave uh no fridge stove and dishwasher uh we're, we're gonna buy a microwave that's why it's on my head um but if you I've never hooked a dishwasher up before so yeah. I learned how to do that you know, with my father-in-law's help. And we had to run a gas line for the stove that we did that like two weeks ago. And I, my brother-in-law was nice enough to help with that. And that's an entire night, um, you know, and it, it just kind of takes this mental toll on you. Um, you know, Owen's in, the, in fully in the routine of going to school right now. So like some of that's, you know, trying to make sure that he stays on his routine. You know, it's just, it's, it's different not having the older kids at home. Mm-hmm. Like it's dramatically different not having the older kids at home. Um, so I have not had a chance to play as much video games as I want to. Um, I have barely, if at all, gotten to Far Cry, and I'm dreading. As I told Michael this before, like I, I, I played a significant amount of Far Cry uh, for that preview event that I did, which is awesome, and and I appreciate Ubisoft tremendously for doing it. But I got to go through that again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um, and it's it's definitely taking its toll. I looked the other day, uh, and I played today a little bit because the uh, the Halloween event for Destiny started. So I played like half an hour today while I was waiting for something to. I was actually like, I think I was waiting for the dishwasher to make sure it was full of water and level. Uh, but uh, the, today was the first day that I signed on to Destiny since um, September 20th. So like almost like three full weeks, like three full resets. Like that's that's a significantly long time for me to not sign into Destiny. But then also I was having a hard time other than playing a little bit of Sackboy with Owen. I was having a hard time remembering the last like video game stuff that I played. Yeah. Now, it is not... it. it, it by all means is not have anything to do with the lack of quality or quantity of things to play. I still want to finish Kenna. I, I want to play Far Cry. I want Metroid Dread. Um, you know, like there, there's Back for Blood, which is on Game Pass, which looks super interesting. It's like, so there's there's these games and there's groups of people in, in, in my Destiny communities that are asking or like are looking for things to do. And I'm like, no, I'm at work. Or, no, I don't. I, I can't do that tonight. I got to I got to finish this. So um it's definitely like i feel like the stuff is starting to lighten up a little bit but i i i almost have to be on purpose and then when i actually try to play video games i'm i feel like i've got some like i've eye fatigue exhaustion going on mm-hmm. like because i haven't played them in so long so i'm not really sure how i'm gonna fix that yeah angela found or tripped upon you know she loves to 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 hunt things it's what she has a huge um uh you know passion for i told her she she got on this kick about getting a switch oled because like it was one of those things where like oh it's hard to get she's like oh yeah watch (laughs) and and she got one and my current switch isn't reading every single game as much as i want to i feel like i gotta do the thing where like trying to push the the cartridge in a little harder just to get it to read um so i didn't get an oled because like i need it um i got an oled because it's she, she got an oled because she could um and you know i'll probably sell my other one and just have the to just have the upgrade just to be safe um we didn't get the white one we got the regular blue and red one yeah. um i haven't picked it up yet so um but we'll kind of see where we're going from with that i'll definitely like take some pictures and i and see this is also the reason why i've actually been a little bit more pro digital games lately because like owen's lost the switch game now mm-hmm. like i can't find i can't find bowser's fury that's the other mario game that we like yeah, uh, yeah, Mar- bowser go. fury and pretty um, that yeah so like, see, we we've lost that switch cartridge 
Um, but I also like I like the ability of of like Metroid Dread. It would be a game that I would play. I'd probably love it, enjoy it. It'd probably be a top you know five you know five or ten game for twenty twenty one for me. But then I would be done with it, and I would probably sell it to somebody or give it away or trade it in or something. Um, and that's where the cartridge comes in handy. But I don't want to run the risk of losing that crap. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's an Owen. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, like we haven't even really been watching our court. Like, like the, some of our show, fall shows are back, and we haven't been watching them because she's tired, or I'm closing at work, and there's just there's so much stuff going on. Like, it's just, I feel bad for you guys that are listening to me. Like that to talk. I I love to play video games, but I'm just in this in this rut right now. I wouldn't even really call it a rut. I'm just in this part of my life right now where video games are third or fourth on the list. And by the time I get down to the third or fourth thing on the list, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, just I we haven't even watched Ted Lasso season finale. That was last Friday. That a lot of people have been talking about. Um, so we're just like we're just like super behind. Um, I mean, this weekend, like we're gonna do the 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 parent the parental good thing. We're gonna take Owen to a pumpkin patch and we're gonna pick out some pumpkins and carve some pumpkins and and have some fall fun with him. Let him do backflips off of like hay bales or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds dreadful. So uh, I've been playing video <laughs> games though. Yeah. Um, I did play Battlefield 2042 beta. Holy shit, that game's buggy, but it's a it's a beta. <laughs> uh, if you keep in mind, it's probably it's probably something that we that we that was done in April or May. Yeah, like shooting wise, it felt fine. It felt good. It felt like a Battlefield game, but overall, it just it was super buggy. I ended up like getting bored after like two rounds of just. A, glitching out and characters ragdolling weirdly super broken i can see why they delayed it uh the extra month that they did just because it did not leave a great impression on me even though yes it's a beta i know people are going to criticize like that's what betas are for but holy shit like i i had never like turned off because i played buggy betas before but like that one i just got like so annoyed at of like things clipping uh characters like glitching out after they die and just weird stuff like at one point i went in an elevator and the elevator like my screen was glitching like going up and down but the elevator wasn't actually moving it was super weird (laughs) it was like the elevator was like a ghost elevator moving in the elevator I was in. Uh, super bizarre stuff. Yeah. Uh, These and the battlefield games carry significant weight. I was having a conversation on a Discord server I'm in with some other friends, and they, I was like, "No, these, you know, like other than five, like Battlefield Four and Battlefield One are in the top twenty or top twenty-five list of games of the 2010 decade of like best selling. So, like, there are there is a substantial pedigree." Um, you know surrounding this game is it is, is a cyberpunk buggy no because the game's not out yet yeah yeah so you can't call it that yeah <laughs> so. it, it wasn't cyberpunk buggy uh and then you give it a pass because it's still a beta so they're lucky they slapped mm-hmm. beta on there not demo it's it is concerning though that you're like you're playing a game that comes out in a month mm-hmm. yeah like they i don't know because sometimes they'll say the build under like where it says beta i I can't remember if it said that but they need to get out there and be like hey this build is from august or something it's better be older than that yeah (laughs) but anything that says like hey this isn't like super current uh we're just testing Mm -hmm. the servers sort of thing uh well and let's be realistic though okay like by the time battlefield 6 or i'm sorry battlefield 2042 would be you know what i call quote unquote solid 
it's going to be Easter. Oh, you mean like by the time it's like the the game's going to come out? It's going to have its problem. Like this game is still coming out before Thanksgiving. It's going to have its problems. It's going to have its connection problems. They're going to be working on things. It's going to have its balance problems. It's going to have its issues. By the time that they get onto like where like the the tides aren't like you know like flipping over boats, it's going to be Easter. When, when is and Easter again? Like, I'm not a religious it's person. Like, it's April. April. I I don't think it'd be that long before it stabilizes. Uh, I think they're more aware of what problem. it'll be when they've dropped the next piece of seasonal content for it. I don't know. April sounds like a long time, uh, but Battlefield Four took almost a year. I, but it was still playable. The the, the beta was borderline unplayable. <laughs> like, the, I I again I after like two matches, two and a half matches, I was just like, I can't do this because it was just so mm-hmm. broken. I don't think it will be that broken until April. Uh, no, no, I don't. Th- I'm not saying it's going to be that broken, but I'm saying it, it it will have its issues. Yeah, and any multiplayer games will have issues. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just have to hope that they, because they're EA, they throw enough money at it or do the smart thing of like, hey, Dice, sit down for a little bit. We're going to have a respawn, take a look at the engine and see what they can do. Um, so I played some of that. Um, Metroid Dread, I played uh, just like two, three hours of it. I was just basically doing that while I was watching like the White Sox games. Um, just feeling sad because i don't have an oled because i refuse to buy one right now because i know they're gonna fucking announce a pro next year and i don't want to have an oled in my hand and then i i don't think they're gonna announce a pro that close but okay i i think it'll be announced and then probably out the next year um sort of scenario and it's throwing 350 on it right now just doesn't seem right for me um but i i'm enjoying it playing it handheld of course because that's the only way i play switch games it's really nice like the um it starts off just a little slow because like they, they just give you like paragraphs of just like this is what this means. Well, they, hold, in the they have to hold their hand too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like getting through the tutorial stuff, especially if you've played a Metroid game. Like I've played Metroid games, never really finished any of them, but I've played them enough to where it's just like yeah, yeah, I know how to do all this stuff. And when it's yeah. just like telling you like oh hey, this, this is a twenty year old sequel though. The crazy part is that the last time you probably played a Metroid like this, you were in high school. Yeah, outside of like revisiting uh, stuff, yeah. so it, it's really nice. Like I love the, the the music, the art design still holds up for you know Metroid side scroller game. Mm-hmm. This game feels great uh, on the Switch. I'm using a Pro controller uh, though, so I haven't used it with Joy Cons, but I don't imagine it being that much different uh, with it. So like I'm enjoying playing like a Metroid game right now on the the Switch. Part of the reason why I bought it, I was going to wait for it to possibly hit a sale, which never happens for Nintendo games. Uh, but it's just, it's one of those franchises I know how much this means to the fans and Nintendo mm-hmm. kind of ignores it because Metroid never really sells that well compared to their other mega hits. So I was like, you know what? Let me just buy it day one, enjoy it, support this franchise. Uh, so I've just been going through that uh, it's a perfect switch game now like like mm-hmm. this metroid is so a 2d side-scrolling precision yeah platformer yeah like, they're just handheld like this yeah. was made for you know this format yeah. uh so it feels like the perfect thing for the switch and i know people want you know the 3d metroids and you know all that stuff and nintendo might be sitting on some of those but yeah, like metroid prime or whatever. Yeah, yeah but i i really think like this is the way metroid should be enjoyed and then they can pump these out way faster than they can pump out like 3d metroids uh but i'm looking forward to yeah, maybe maybe the sequel to dread only take 10 years instead of 20 exactly uh so uh <laughs> i I'm, I'm enjoying playing that uh still playing death loop uh though 
I'm, I think I'm getting close to the end of that to where like I've kind of hit the wall of just like, OK, there's like realistically like two or three ways that this game wants me to take care of this as opposed to the promise there's no more juice in the fruit (laughs) kind of you know because like i I, i'm still exploring and like get everything done but i basically found like the path you're supposed to take and i'm just like Mm -hmm. i don't want to take that path so i'm just really kicking every (laughs) corner i can and (laughs) checking for variants that i can do um but the big thing is uh back for blood uh came out friday and tuesday friday came out for the ultimate edition and then it came out tuesday today uh for all the consoles and with crossplay so uh ended up playing it late last night uh on the playstation um just because my so you so you bought it yeah 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 so um like just because i wanted to play it earlier with friends and i just wanted to have fun with that and i'm gonna download it on on xbox as well though there's no cross progression which bums me out really Uh, yeah as far as i know there's no cross progression so i'm gonna is there cross play yeah cross play no cross that's really weird yeah so i'm gonna have to restart it on xbox because you know i don't want to take up the living room tv the entire time yeah uh so i but i don't care because it's one of those games it's just super easy to just get into and play with friends so i ended up staying till like 2 2 30 in the morning last night playing it as soon as it unlocked for uh one of my friends uh basically at midnight they it unlocked for them and we played from like midnight to 2 30 uh pretty much just got went through a little past like the tutorial stuff that you do in the beta like so act one and a little bit into act two and it's just been enjoying it's been like one of the fun things to play and because i did the alpha and did the beta just seeing what they tweaked uh, from the alpha, the beta, and then into the final game, and just really diving into the card system, learning how to like manage your deck, build that out, uh, looking at the cosmetics, which I have to say the cosmetics are actually pretty terrible in this game. Uh, like they have different like outfits you can put on the characters, and you, there's like gun skins that you can mm-hmm. put on, but it was all pretty bland like i don't see myself engaging at all with like the cosmetics whatsoever uh but the card stuff is a really fun way to like play this style of game uh just to see all the different variants that it can cause and then working with your teammates to make sure they have a good deck and then if they have cards that benefit the whole team making sure they apply those cards to uh the matches um one thing I did notice, though, is uh, the AI seems to be a little bit more aggressive about standing still than it was in the beta, because uh, we found a couple times where we would just kind of like, like, we know where we need to go to progress, but we'll, mm-hmm. we would stand still for a little bit and like shoot the shit or look at all of our guns and that having the director, the AI director, just throwing like mini bosses at you to kind of like push you along was pretty interesting, which I... I'm assuming that's intentional because since it's a co-op game, an always online co-op game, they don't want you to play with someone random that's holding up the game. Uh, so mm-hmm. the game making sure that they throw characters at you, know, throwing enemies at you is a way to make sure everyone is paying attention and playing so no one can go AFK. And if they do, they'll end up just getting killed by a mini boss. So I appreciate right. that aspect. It is a bummer, though, that the solo play is, like, super nerfed. Uh, If you do play it by yourself, you can't unlock achievements. 
Uh, there's other different things. You cannot? You cannot. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, like the in-game achievements don't work if you do solo. And there's a bunch of other things that are like disabled. Like I think your progress, certain progress is disabled. Uh, I just looked it up. There is no cross progression, which I guess when you have cross play, I guess that, you know, like why put the assets into cross progression when the gaming company is like, well, we just want you to buy it on one platform and then play with whoever you want. Yeah, though they do have you like sign into an account, which makes me think it could be coming in the future if it's Mm -hmm. holding that information somewhere. Uh, But again, like because the gameplay is so easy to jump in and jump out, I'm not really worried about starting fresh. I mean, I won't have my cards if I jump to a different platform. But, yeah, but if you're ready to do like a tryhard thing, you're just gonna go. You would really yeah. go grab your PlayStation and bring it over and hook it up to your other TV if you if you really wanted to do yeah. something like that. And even then, like the card system is important to the game, but like there was a good hour where my friend was engaging in the card system like fully, and I was just like, eh, I don't give a shit about the cards, and I was still able to f- have fun and play the game. Yeah, because it's still which just means that zombies. the game has yeah. I'm about to say it, the core gameplay loop is solid. Yeah. So you don't have to engage with the card stuff too much. But once you get into the rhythm and learn how they work and learn how different combinations can help you progress, especially on the higher difficulties, you're going to want to engage in the cards. But if you're just good at a a shooter, like you'll be fine uh, just blasting through the zombies uh, with all the guns. There's one thing I wish they would add is so there's like attachments that you can pick up for weapons. As far as I can tell, you can't detach things once you attach them to your weapon. So there's been a couple times where I accidentally put a scope on a gun because I just wanted to see how it works. And then I'm... There has to be. A, I, okay. I couldn't find one. I even asked my friend playing. I'm like, hey, attach a, attach a scope to your gun, see if you can take it off. And he couldn't figure out how to do it anyway. So if there is, it's just not very clear. So there's a couple times where or I... Or do you, do you replace it with the non-scope again? Instead of detaching, do you replace it? Yeah, that's what I have to see if there's anything I can yeah. replace. Because at one point I put a scope on a shotgun just because I'm like, you can't do this. Oh, boy. And I did yeah. it. And then I'm like just trying to yeah, get rid of it. That's the last thing you want to do is ADS a sniper scope yeah. on a shotgun. <laughs> but it let me do it. And then I was just like, yeah. shit, what am I going to do? So I ended up just throwing the shotgun away, even though it was powerful, and then use a or like a regular machine gun or something. Um so I, I, there's that things sucks. that they could definitely tweak uh, in that game. Uh, but yeah, uh, enjoying that, that's probably going to be the game I end up staying up way too late to play. Like, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to hit up my friend group because I have like six people <laughs> that are uh, that's awesome, actively though. playing it. So I'll probably hit that's them fantastic. up. Um, and that's really it. I've just been watching a bunch of scary movies uh, for the other podcast and just because me and Sarah like scary so- movies. So yeah, but say like Halloween stuff does it for you. Um, yeah, though Halloween like or like horror movies in general, it's so hard to find a good one. But I do enjoy bad movies, so that kind of helps. Yeah, because uh, no, it's just more wondering. Like I was looking at some like today, like when I signed into Destiny for the Festival of the Lost, the Halloween event. I'm looking at all this. Like they've got some really cool looking cosmetic stuff in there, but I'm like, I don't want like there's dinosaur armor looks fantastic yeah like they did a they did a whole like jurassic park play on thing i'm like i don't want a pumpkin emote for more than like three weeks yeah and I'm done when, with it. when i was you know, into like, overwatch i i loved all the halloween costumes but i okay. wouldn't do the emotes or anything like that or the sprays because it's like out of season it makes no sense but sometimes you get a cool skin that you're just like oh, okay yeah i i could be into this but uh most of the time like the halloween anything it just seems a little bit too pigeonholed for me that's all like i get like like especially when they do like an olympic event there's some cool looking thing that you can you can wear like year round it's a it but like the halloween stuff just looks so halloween 
Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. I, I get like that with Christmas stuff, like when Overwatch was doing yeah. Christmas stuff. It's like, I'm not going to wear this Santa hat. I don't want to drive a, a, a motorcycle around that looks like a sleigh. Yeah. I'm not going to be doing that in February or March. Yeah, but <laughs> like, but it, it, I, in the moment, I do enjoy that stuff. But like as soon as the holiday's over, I'm, I'm de-skinning, you know, all the Halloween yeah, yeah. stuff or all the Christmas stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm just like watching a bunch of random movies still. Uh, I did finish Ted Lasso season two. Um which was it was pretty good. Like I, I I'm still you're ahead of you're ahead of me now. Yeah, yeah, I'm still enjoying <laughs> that show. Um, and I'm just I'm right now. I, I know I'm going to start Squid Game because everyone keeps talking about. Oh that. my gosh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, it's hit the point where I'm so tired. Of, I'm absolutely fucking tired of people recommending it to me. To where I almost yeah. I'm just like out of. I'm not going to watch it because you're saying so. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, that's why I don't watch certain TV shows, you know, like because people yeah. just talk about them so much that I'm just like, ah, oh, maybe I won't watch it, but uh, I'll, I'll watch it because I was already interested in it before it turned into this phenomenon, but it yeah. just turning into the, a meme fest has slowed me down on watching it. I did end up watching Black Widow again. It's on Disney Plus mm. now. How, so how did Hold I Up watched... a Second Viewing? Yeah, I thought it was good. It's it's funny. It's 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 got a good you know dynamic to it. It'll be interesting to see how it just, it just further fascinates me of like what's gonna happen in in the in the in the rotation next with the Hawkeye show coming in a month, like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely ties to that. Obviously, we know there's a tie to Black Widow and um, Hawkeye. Yeah. Um. So it, it, I I'd be curious to see how the storyline's going. Um. Marvel's kind of like in this pause standpoint right now. Like Ten Rings was great, Black Widow was great, but like their Disney Plus shows are just they're they're just not there right now. Yeah. So, um, but it, I, I would I'd be curious. Like Eternals is like a couple like next week, right? Uh, first week in November, I think. Yeah. yeah. So like, I wonder if how much Eternals is going to push the storyline because I saw some other headline where like Eternals is going to be like one of the longer Marvel movies, like the like top five long Marvel movies, like which we're talking like three hours, which makes sense for like that set of characters because you're having to yeah. introduce the audience to like a completely different thing they haven't seen before. Uh, but they, I still wait for Ten Rings to hit Disney Plus. I think that's like in two weeks. They said. I hope so. so. Yeah, because I, I need to see that before Eternals. Uh, and then. Yeah, I think they will. I think that they're. I think they're. They're trying to be smart with that. Um, but you know, it's just. It's just interesting. Um, just to see where they are at with the stuff. Um, and how they're progressing. You know, progressing it. So. Um. November twelfth. So like. Is when it hits. Like a week after Eternals, I think Eternals is still like November seventh. Or November 5th, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll probably wait for Eternals to hit yeah, Disney Plus November, as well. November 5th. Yeah. Yep. So I guess that's a little bit of a miss. Like, I think that you could have, like, really got up a huge push for, you know, for Eternals if you would have got 10 rings on Disney Plus before I, Eternals I don't understand out. how that doesn't happen. Because yeah. it makes perfect sense to get people excited for the new movie coming out by... As soon as you like click on 10 rings, there's an advertisement or a trailer for Eternals before you watch the movie, yeah. you know, like go watch it in the theaters next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, like as you know, similar to you, like I, I've been in yeah, baseball and football, like just like having the playoff games on. It's just been it's been fascinating. So, um, all right. So we're going to move on to questions and comments. We just got one. Uh, he used hashtag Ash Digital Days, uh, St- Stefan Wren. Uh, would you ever do base jumping or any other activity out of the Just Cause games? So go ahead, Mike. Um, after I saw what happened to Peggy Hill, I probably would never do skydiving. Um, just because, hell no. Like, I, I'm i interested in, like, skydiving, but, like, that King of the Hill episode traumatized me for skydiving. 
I would 100% skydive. Um, I and I would love to. I, I'm trying to think of what the name of it is, but like fly suit, the body, like the, the stick your suit. arms out and yeah, the squirrel suit. I would do that. Um, and zip lining. Uh, we've actually come really, really close to doing some zip lining before. Um, I would do that. Bungee jumping, base jumping. Uh, I don't know. I have a little bit of. I, I think that that would that like falling down and then get, getting yanked back up and falling again would mess with me a little bit. I'm not afraid of skydiving. My brother, uh, my brother was in the Air Force, and he, I don't even he probably hundreds and hundreds of thousands yeah. of jumps out of a plane, um, and he's perfectly fine. I would just from jumping. You see, he's perfectly fine from jumping yeah. out of planes. He's got other issues too. But but like <laughs> like for the most part, like I know like your first like two or three skydiving, depending on what state you're in, you have to be attached to the person, yeah. which I could probably do that. But I would need to like a psychological analysis of the person who's in charge of I would love me. to skydive with a with a board like yeah. a surfboard or an airboard or whatever that I, I think I would have a blast I would I would need to have like dinner with whoever is going to be attached to me the night before <laughs> just to make sure everything's cool with them like and their personal life before I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna attach myself to you and hope you pull this cord like, I, I would need to get to know that person you don't have to pull the cord there's another cord that pulls it at a certain depth I, or certain height. I'm just make. I just want to make sure my grounds are covered. I I'm super nervous of like. Oh yeah, the emergency cords by your stomach, and I'll be like this cord, and then I pull it, and you know, like I would need to make sure the person helping me is like all there uh, before I jump with them. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you can send us questions. Um, again, using I didn't say Air Force. I said Airborne. I just said it quickly, Ange. So. Um, I know where my brother was stationed. So <laughs> you can send us questions using hashtag AskDigitalDays. Uh, you can send them on Discord. You can send them on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook group, any of those. Uh, Spotlight, our Patreon episode for September is up. Um, it is the greatest gaming gear. Uh, we've gotten a little bit of feedback on that. So um, we appreciate that as well, as always, for those supporters. Um, again, our Patreon, so patreon.com slash digitaldaysgaming. A dollar tip jar, $3 Discord channel private access. $5 gets you the podcast on Wednesday morning instead of Thursday morning. Um, and then the $7 gets you the monthly bonus episode along with 24-hour early access to the episode as well. Uh, Facebook and Discord are linked in the show notes, so please check those out. Join the group, join the conversations, hang out with the community. Um, socials, you can follow the main account at Digital Days Pod. Uh, you can follow Michael at the first MJC. You can follow myself at Good Dave Hunt. Um, I think that's it. You got anything else? Uh, no, that'd be it. Though I would be interested, uh, people listening, if you made it this far, like, if you think Sony has that IP that could break through at a Mario level, I'd be interested to see people in the Facebook group or on Twitter throwing out franchises, uh, and why, uh, they think they could break through for the Mario level. But other than that, we'll probably just have more Metroid talk and back for blood talk next week. Dave will probably get some far cry in. And then I'm sure there's like three <laughs> games releasing that we don't know. We're gonna be playing yet. Yeah. So if there's anything that's on the, that you guys want to hear our thoughts on, please like, you know, just send it to us on Facebook, you know, Twitter, discord, just, just message us. There's multiple ways to get a hold of myself and Michael. Um, we can definitely, I mean, I'm not sitting there saying like we're, you know, we're loaded or something but we you know we're as we're getting towards the game of the year conversation the end of the year if there's something that you think's on your radar that we want that you want us to check out like we can make a purchase and, and you know check some things out so um please let us know we want to make sure it's like we got to start it's october we got to start planning some of that stuff about when we're going to do that how we're going to do that so um extra life um i will um have uh one of our community members he's been doing it for like 10 plus years uh roy gibbs he's in our facebook group he posted in the facebook group and i will uh 
try to link his uh, extra life in the show notes. He's doing that on November sixth, uh, so I'm I'm not sure if he's streaming it or not. Um, I I will I'll find out. But his link is in Facebook, and we'll put it in the show notes. Please consider donating to him. If anybody else in our community is doing extra life, please let us know. We will try to share your links as much as possible. I will make every effort to possibly join you uh, for something if, if we can make our platforms match up if you'd like um, and also we'll promote your streams and stuff like that if you're streaming so unfortunately I just don't think Extra Life is going to work in the current situations that Michael and I have with it being in November um, but it's still a phenomenal charity to, to help support and phenomenal that any of the our community members are doing so and we would love to highlight those people as much as, as possible so please let us know uh, other than that, I hope everyone has a great week. Keep moving forward. I'll be a dick. See ya.